In today's show, we're going to be discussing everything Jack Maulers, including his net worth this year in 2023, including how much Bitcoin he earns or owns, as well as his prediction of the Bitcoin price smashing a million dollars, which he shared on CNBC. And of course, we're also going to be discussing the latest technical analysis, as well as on-chain analyst Willie Wu predicting imminent Bitcoin bullish move ahead, as well as the latest regarding the SEC's appeal won't be a setback for XRP holders, according to pro XRP lawyer. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin address dormant for more than 11 years moves $31 million in BTC. We'll also be sharing Bitcoin will reach an all-time high of 69000 this year, according to 25% of Americans who were surveyed. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to y'all just joining us. This is pod episode number 1350. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 23rd, 2023. Naturally, lots to discuss. And guess what? The Bitcoin price action is pumping. So let's start with our market watch. As you can see on your screen, we got Bitcoin up 1.5% for the day, hovering at roughly $30,300. We have Ether down 1%, maintaining just above $1,900, while XRP, BNB, Doge, and Cardano are all pumping and in the green and checking out coinmarketcap.com the current crypto market cap sits at 1.21 trillion with 23 billion in volume in the past 24 hours including the bitcoin dominance at 48.5% and the ether dominance at just under 19% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours we have DYDX up 4.5% trading at $2.22 followed by Engine Coin up 4% trading above 32 cents followed by GMX up 4% trading at $52 and 53 cents and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week you can see a sea of green which we love to see with only a handful in the red and leading the pack here we have costs up roughly six percent and checking out the crypto greed and fear index one of my favorite indicators we're currently rated a 54 neutral yesterday a 52 last week a 57 in greed and last month a 65 in greed so there you have it how many of you are currently bullish on the king crypto and taking advantage of this recent dip and sideways trading action let me know in the comments below and at the end of the show i'll be reading everyone's comments out loud because this is a live show seven days a week if you don't know now you know. And with that being shared, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and see what is popping and what's happening on the charts. Bitcoin threatened fresh downside over the weekend as the market geared up for the July 23rd candle close, as we can see here in the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now data from Cointelegraph markets point trading TradingView showed Bitcoin acting below $30,000, now set as an intraday resistance. And July 22nd yesterday saw a brief dip to 29.6 before recovery in time for the daily close, but traders remain worried that the worst was yet to come. Quoting uh, Crypto Chase, he's calling for 27400 And Crypto Tony says those two levels are 25000 and 20000 And these are both key psychological levels. Make a note. Let me know if you feel we can likely dip all the way down to that level. I think it is less likely, but it's good to exercise all possibilities nonetheless. And quoting Nebraskan Gunner, Bitcoin below the range for a couple of days now. Downside seems likely. So it seems a lot of uh, analysts are currently uh, 
bearish. And quoting uh, Tony Gina, I am expecting a big move with Bitcoin next week. Thirty-one to thirty-two thousand is the resistance. Twenty-nine thousand is the support. Keep it simple. I'm in the boat of this one. I think this is most likely sharing here. There is a break above. Do not get euphoric. We are literally at the range high. If there is a nuke the next day, the area is twenty-seven to twenty-eight thousand. And if it holds, get ready to buy the pullback. If it breaks lower than nineteen to twenty-three thousand, still on the cards. Play this level by level, and that is it. And then we all know the FOMC, uh, according to the FedWatch tool, the odds stood at 99.2% as of July 23rd regarding the rate hike. Let me know what your thoughts or expectations are in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next analysis coming from on-chain analyst, Wooly Woo, in which I respect greatly here uh, in the crypto sphere. So let's break down uh, some of his uh, targets. Uh, the FSI is a metric created by Willy Wu that tracks the strength of 17 fundamental and technical indicators. Quoting Willy Wu right here, early signs that Bitcoin consolidation is nearing its completion is the FSI chart, which you can see here below. Futures demand is currently moving the market. This demand has been climbing against sideways price action, and he says that this is bullish. Volatility dynamics are also signaling a larger move is probable. Let me know if you agree or disagree with uh, Willy Wu. Now, Wu is looking at the Bitcoin cost basis density map, which monitors the price levels where buyers typically step in to accumulate BTC. And according to the chart shared by the on-chain analyst, the map shows the Bitcoin has multiple levels of support all the way down to 25,000. Quitting him again, dense areas in this chart indicate areas where investors are validating the price by buying and moving to longer-term self-custody. There is a very strong area of price validation below here, which acts as a price support. And shout out to everyone in the live chat, everyone active right now. Mikey likes it. Garrett Miller will stop Sun versus Guru. Digital Dankness. Good to see the fam. But anyways, uh, Willy Woo continues. Pink band show historical July performances, which you can see outlined in this Bitcoin cost basis density map. So let me know if you agree or disagree with the on-chain analyst that things are about to turn bullish for the King Crypto. I think he's most likely right, but we shall soon see how this plays out. Now for the latest, I've been getting a lot of recommendations to cover more about XRP and Ripple versus the case with the SEC and the ongoing appeal. So here's a story I cherry picked, and then we're going to be discussing a $31 million Bitcoin move from a dormant address 11 years old from way back followed by 69,000, the likelihood of that occurring, the all-time high this year in 2023, followed by everything you need to know Jack Mahler's, including his $1 million price prediction, how much Bitcoin he holds, and what his net worth is, followed by some live uh, Q&A. And again, shout out to everyone just joining us. Make sure to say hello in that live chat. So here we go. Amid speculations that a potential appeal by the US SEC could negatively impact the crypto market, we have pro-XRP lawyer John Deaton, who made it clear that even in the event of an appeal by the agency, it would not significantly affect XRP holders. After the judge ruling, that was Judge Torres, that the programmatic sale of XRP tokens to exchanges did not classify them as securities, a new question emerges regarding the potential legal implications if the SEC decides to appeal against the ruling. Now, Deaton, who represents more than 75,000 XRP token holders, elaborated on the possible scenarios and intricacies of enforcing the summary judgment. On July 21st, the SEC stated in its filing regarding 
regarding the case against Terraform Lab CEO Do Kwan that it plans to request a review of this decision made in the Ripple lawsuit. This decision came after Kwan expressed his intention to utilize the XRP lawsuit verdict as a precedent to argue that digital assets should not be classified as securities. Quoting John Deaton right here, an appeal is not even close to be a setback. First, it will be two years from now before a decision is issued. Keep that in mind. By the second circuit, and if it's appealed, the Torres decision is the law until then, at least in the second circuit. So second, even if the second circuit said Torres was wrong. So that means a victory nonetheless for XRP holders, even if they appealed as it can take a couple of years. Now, Deaton's explanation suggests the appeal decision could extend over two years, during which the summary judgment will remain the governing law, and it remains uncertain when the SEC will initiate the appeal process in response to the ruling, as shared here. Uh, and also, we have Stuart Altery, who shared a securities agency only has jurisdiction over securities. No security, no role for the SEC. He makes a great point. Take that, Mr. No Clarity Gary. Gary Gensler, pretending to have jurisdiction when there is none is simply a political power play. It helps no one, and it hurts everyone. Doesn't the SEC supposed to be protecting investors? Meanwhile, they continue hurting them. Go figure. But anyways, Judge Torres's July 13 ruling stated XRP tokens are not securities when sold on retail digital asset exchanges. However, the decision was not entirely in the company's favor because Ripple was found to have broken the security laws when it offered XRP to hedge funds and other institutional buyers. So there you have it. How do you feel this is likely to play out? And do you think the SEC will waste their time with an appeal, which can take over two years if they were to, you know, overrule on this current ruling. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss this dormant uh, Bitcoin address from way back in the day, which has recently moved over 31 million worth of Bitcoin. And at the time they acquired it, it was probably only worth like 12 bucks per Bitcoin. Now we're worth over 30,000. So talk about epic gains uh, to say the least. But yeah, now let's uh, break this down and make sure to let me know where you're tuning in from in the live chat. So here we go. Bitcoin we know was... uh first introduced in 2009. So there are dormant addresses that have been inactive for years that contain large amounts of BTC. And some of the early adopters of Bitcoin were able to buy and very cheap, but the private keys to many of these addresses have been lost, as we all know, locking them forever, which gives everyone a raise here on the network. But everyone now and then, however, has some addresses suddenly come back to life as the owner regains access to the funds. The address here was one of the earliest Bitcoin addresses. Interesting. According to on-chain data, it received the its first transaction of 1037 BTC, November of 2012. At the time, each Bitcoin sold for only $12.41 gains, right? And then received regular small deposits of Bitcoin over the years with the price of Bitcoin now at roughly 30000 This sets the total price of just over $31 million per coin. Now, there are a few possibilities that what could have prompted the owner to suddenly move these funds after all this time, ranging from regaining control of the private keys to cashing out and taking a profit. But obviously, it's all speculation. Whatever the reason, the sudden reawakening of dormant Bitcoin addresses has the potential to cause a stir and spark interest in the Bitcoin community. So let's discuss the implications next. When a large amount of Bitcoin suddenly moves, it can cause temporarily price fluctuations and immediate sell-off of the asset that can lead to a drop in the market price. However, these effects are often short-lived, especially with the bigger the market cap gets, right? Common sense. And over the long run, an increase in circulating supply is unlikely to significantly impact the Bitcoin price due to the rapid rate of adoption. Dormant addresses have also been showing up in a flurry this year. Back in May, a similar address containing 1,000 BTC was dormant for more than 11 years and moved 400 BTC to a new wallet 
And in February, a Bitcoin address that had been dormant for 11 years came back to life to move 9.6 million worth of BTC. These examples show obviously that even if an address has been dormant for a long time, there's always that possibility of the funds moving again. However, many of these addresses seem to be lost forever. According to Into the Block, around 29% of the total Bitcoin circulating supply is now presumed lost forever after remaining stagnant for over five years. So there you have it. Now, could you imagine, let's just round up real quick, that's roughly 30% of the Bitcoin supply. So if there can only ever be 21 million Bitcoin in existence due to its finite limited supply, and then we deduct 30% of that supply, someone do the math. I'm just guessing roughly in my head here. What does that maybe leave us with 17 or 18 million BTC making Bitcoin even that much more scarce and more valuable? So let's freaking go. Now let's discuss a $69,000 Bitcoin price this year in 2023 as 25% of Americans who were surveyed believe this is likely to occur. So let's break this down. Now, only 8% think Bitcoin will never tap its peak again. Also keep that in mind. Now, CryptoVantage, who this study uh, conducted, estimated 23% of US residents expect Bitcoin to climb to its all-time high of roughly 70,000 by the end of this year, with 47% thinking it will happen in the next five years. The survey questioned 1,000 US residents who purchased some cryptos in the past, showing that 70% of them expect Bitcoin to shoot back to approximately 70 thousand in the next five years and in comparison only eight percent believe the leading digital asset will never climb to that level ever again let me know your thoughts the entity behind the analysis highlighted the overall positive stance of the respondents on bitcoin's future valuation reminding that the next bitcoin having is due in the spring of 2024 which is roughly only nine months away let's go quoting the report or survey here still the fact that 78 percent of the people in total believe that bitcoin will eventually set a new all-time high is heartening as is the fact that only 8% believe it will never equal or top 69,000. And in terms of what might help uh, Bitcoin regain former levels, it should be noted that the next Bitcoin halving is due to take place by the end of April 2024, roughly nine months out. This event happens every four years. As we know, it's a four-year cyclical cycle, reducing the award for miners in half, thus ensuring that the speed of production of new Bitcoin slows down. It is worth also mentioning that the price of the primary crypto has headed north following all previous halvings. And as they say, if uh, history doesn't repeat, it damn sure rhymes. The participant, I maybe made that part up, but anyway, The participants were also quite bullish on Ethereum, with 46% saying it has the best chance of surpassing Bitcoin as the biggest crypto asset of the future. 20.8% expect Dogecoin to flip Bitcoin. I think 20% of these mofos are crazy, but that's just me. While about 8% believe BNB could achieve that. Now, inflation to push people towards crypto, we have to keep in mind, most survey respondents think that global financial trends, such as the galloping inflation, rising interest rates, and the overall economic growth could play a key role in the future valuation of cryptocurrencies. I believe that is a given. Recall that the U.S. Federal Reserve adopted an aggressive interest rate hike strategy shortly after the outbreak of Novid. Now, lifting the benchmark has reduced investor interest and risk on assets such as digital currencies. Now, regarding inflation, 54% of the participants believe it will trigger additional enthusiasm towards the crypto sector. Let's go. Argentina and Turkey, two key examples where residents have embraced the asset class amid the severe monetary problems in their home 
homeland, and has reported the high inflation and devaluation of the Egyptian pound has caused some locals to see alternative investment options like cryptos. The country's official currency has depreciated so much that the price of Bitcoin measured in EGP recently tapped an all-time high on the exchanges like Binance and Changely. So there you have it, Bitcoin game theory in full freaking effect. Let's go. And welcome to y'all just tuning in. I now see we have over 220 people here with us in the live chat, which I have love to see. And just in time for the main breaking story of the day, we're going to be discussing everything Jack Maulers, including his net worth in 2023, how much Bitcoin he likely owns, as well as his $1 million Bitcoin price prediction, which he made on national television on CNBC. Then we'll dive into our live Q&A. If you're pretty stoked, make sure to holler at your boy in the live chat. But all right, now let's break down everything. Jack Maulers. I found this article. Now, this is speculation. Nobody can verify exactly what he is worth or how much he owns, but there are a lot of hints that give us some insights. I think we all know who he is, so I'm not going to waste any time there. He's a young, smart, uh, early adopter of Bitcoin that started investing back in uh, 2013, just FYI, and he's also the Strike CEO, which is a Bitcoin payments app to send and receive Bitcoin transactions using the Lightning Network. And also, he's a big part of what we have going on right now in El Salvador uh, with their you know, uh, Bitcoin adoption as Bitcoin is a legal tender. But anyways, it's estimated that despite having started two companies, Zap and Strike, Jack Mahler's made a big chunk of his liquid net worth by buying a lot of Bitcoin between 2013 and 2021. Besides his Bitcoin investments, he also raised $90 million in a Series B funding for his company Strike. Shout out to Strike. And if we assume Jack gave 30 to 40% of his company, when raising his Series A and B rounds and is a majority uh, stakeholder, his shares of strike could be well worth over $100 million in the private market. Like, whoa, it pays to be stacking stats, right? Now, the exact percentage of strike CEO Jack Mahler's owns is not publicly disclosed, so do keep that in mind. However, based on various sources, it's believed that Jack is a major shareholder and owns a significant stake in the company, which I think is safe to assume. Now, some estimates suggest that his ownership stake in strike could be worth over $100 million. Like, whoa. Now, the Strike CEO, Jack Maulers, has become somewhat of a legend in the Bitcoin community. That's that's right. I love his epic rants and interviews where he passionately educates the world about Bitcoin. He's absolutely one of my favorite. And by investing in Bitcoin early on and targeting his efforts on building Bitcoin-focused companies, Jack has, in a short time, amassed a net worth more than likely $100 million. So there you have it. And naturally, as the Bitcoin price action goes up, he can be a future billion or even a trillionaire, which I feel is destiny and only a matter of time. Now for his $1 million price prediction, which he shared on CNBC's Power Lunch with Kelly Evans, uh, Jack Mahler's discussed the role of Bitcoin in the ongoing banking crisis, which we're witnessing here in real time. Mahler's is convinced that the Bitcoin price will hit a $1 million per coin fueled by the global hyperinflation, which is inevitable. And according to Mahler's, the Fed has tarnished its name by printing more money to save the banking industry despite claims to reduce inflation to 2%. So kudos to Jack for calling these central bankers out. And as such, Mahler's expects big things ahead uh, for Bitcoin. And now for one of my favorite Jack Mahler's quotes, which he shared on this interview on CNBC. There are only two things I can guarantee in this world. Number one, nobody can live forever. And number two, nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. That's why the only two things I truly value are my life and my Bitcoin. Very powerful words coming 
coming from the Strike CEO. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Jack Maulers. And by what year do you feel a seven-figure Bitcoin price is in the cards to turn into fruition? Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.